the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. For truly, Lord, you are my strength, my rock, my life, my salvation, and my only redeemer. Speak now, Lord, that these your people will be glorified. Speak that, that your son Jesus will be edified. I need you now. I need you like never before. Stand in me and stand with me. Stand in front of me, stand behind me. But most of all, stand right beside me that I may be able to reclaim your word without fear or intimidation. Speak now. Speak to us not just in person, but speak to us virtually as well. Have thine own way. And we give your name all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray and we ask it all. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, Go to the house of the Lord, and you can give God praise from in here. You can give God praise where you are virtually as well, because we have so many avenues where we can praise His name. I have a very interesting text and an interesting title that I want to share, and it's found in the Gospel of Saint Matthew, Matthew chapter two. Matthew chapter 2, and I want to look at one verse, and it's verse 2. Very interesting. And it reads from the New American Standard, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we that's mentioning the wise men. We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. But what got me is the question, where is he? And for a few moments, I just want to talk from the subject. Do you want to see Jesus? Do you want to see Jesus. There are moments in life that we all can be honest about and admit. There are some things in life we like to see and there are some things in life we don't want to see. There are museums we want to see. There are movies we want to see. There are restaurants we want to see and eat. And Christmas is coming, and I can't wait to eat. There are some things, Sister Younger, we like to see. But then there are some things we don't want to see. We don't want to see a loved one in the hospital. We don't want to see a loved one buried at the cemetery. We don't want to see a loved one in a coffin in the in the center of a church service. We don't want to see our own health drastically decline. We want to see family happy. We want to see people happy. But there always comes that point of life where it's something that we want and it's something that we don't want. Have I got a witness? There's always something that hits us. There's, there's always something that hits in the way of whether we want to see it and whether we don't want to see it. But on December 27, 2021 at 1139, I got some good news for all of us 
that there's something that we can all see. There's something we can all participate in. There's something that should make us all want to say, I want to be a part of that because there is something special that's happened in Bethlehem. There's something special that's happened here because there is somebody that has arrived that now has the attention of everybody. I wish I had somebody. There's somebody that's arrived that now has the attention of everybody. Even Herod the king had to bow down to this bed. Can I get a witness? And because, you know, Herod was so narcissistic. Herod had an ego problem. And you see that Herod wanted to demolish this bed. But he couldn't, he could not acknowledge the baby. Can you see it in Bethlehem? These wise men now have said, where is he? Sister Younger, where is he? They see this star from the east. Where is he? Because Matthew chapter 2 follows after Matthew chapter 1. And when we see the birth of Jesus Christ. And one thing that always struck me about that is when the angel told Mary, you will bore a son named Jesus who will save people from their sins. And I don't know about you, but that's enough on, on, on this Christmas season to rejoice that we have a Savior that came to earth to save us from sin. We have a Savior that came to earth to turn us around. We have a Savior that came to earth to make things better. Because is there anybody that can say, well, I in here on virtual that can say, I'm glad that Jesus came because this life is hurtful. This life is hard. And every now and again, I've made my own share of bad choices, bad mistakes. I've done things wrong, said things wrong, been wrong places. But I've got somebody that's been born at the right time that's made a difference. And not just in my sin, but he's made the difference. 
what we've had great astronomers come on the scene like Copernicus and, and Kepler and, and Galileo who have studied all the things of science. They, they studied the moon. They studied the sun. They studied the stars. They studied all of this. But at the end of the day, before they came, God was the astronomer because God made the heavens and the earth. God made the stars. And it may be a word for all of us this morning that don't allow what you see on the news to make you afraid because God was here before there was Mars, before there was Saturn, before there was Jupiter, before there was Pluto, before there was the T-Rex, before there was the Babylonians, before there was the bears, the polar bears, and before there was the hippopotamus, God was here. And then it said, and have come. This word come means to, to come into one's presence in the Greek, to come to see. And then it says worship. And sister, Yard, that's where it got me, because this word worship in the Greek, it means to prostrate. In this text, it means to prostrate and lay in front of something that's worshiping, lifting up your hands. And I just want to ask, have we, we, have we got to that place where we can just lay down in front of Jesus, where we can just worship God and worship him in such a way where we can just let everything else go and we just worship the Lord and tell the Lord, thank you for our Savior. When is the last time somebody has just gone crazy in the worship? Because you don't have to always, you don't have to always think that somebody's going to laugh at you, somebody's going to talk about you. When you know what Jesus has done for you, you can praise him while you're sitting down, you can praise him while you're standing up, you can praise him in your car, you can praise him in your bathroom, you can praise him at the drive-thru at Wendy's, you can praise him when you go out five at Walmart trying to get some frozen meat, frozen vegetables, and some frozen corn. It don't matter where you are, because when you know Jesus has made his arrival, it makes you say, I want to be a part of the number. I got to go there. I got to be there, because somebody is showing up right on time. But when I look at the text, I like the text. Because you know I like text. Sometimes I look at it, you know I like text. The wise man asked the right question. Where is he? Who has been born king of the Jews? They asked the right question. But not only did they ask the right question, in order for them to get there, they had to have the right folk around. And sometimes you got to evaluate and say, is it possible you missed Jesus because you asked the wrong questions and had the wrong people? There are some that are missing Jesus right now because they got the wrong crowd. They got the wrong folk. They're dealing with the wrong folk. They're speaking to the wrong folk. They're listening to the wrong folk. On this Christmas season, we got to stop just doing the same old, same old. I know we like Nat King Cole. I know we like Mariah Carey. And I know we like the Temptation singing Silent Night. I like it to have been listening to it all Christmas season. I like the eggnog. I like the hot cocoa. And I can't wait to open up my Christmas gift. But before I even get there, something in me ought to move. And something in me ought to set. And something in me ought to have a response. And I ought to be able to ask the question, where is Jesus? Sometimes you got to ask that question before you open up your Christmas gift. Where is Jesus? You ought to be able to ask that question. Before I show up anywhere, sometimes I got to ask us a younger, where 
the well. In Jesus. Can't you see the wise man? The, the wise man here. It is said that some thought say it was three. Some say it was more. Some say it was less. I don't know how many of it was. But I'm glad they had enough sense to ask, where is Jesus? And did you notice? They didn't ask for Herod. They asked about Jesus. Herod at this point is the king. And if you read further in Matthew chapter 2, Herod had the nerve to tell the wise and tell me where he is because when you tell me where he is I'll go see him too but then the wise man got an epiphany from an angel and then the wise man went home another way then Joseph got woken up in the midnight and took his wife and took the baby Jesus out to Egypt because he knew Herod was on the way because Herod started killing firstborn babies because he wanted to kill Jesus but the thing about it is they didn't ask about
Because in Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, you will see and discover what this star meant in the Old Testament. You will see and discover how some have said this was the star of Jacob. And then you can go to Revelation. And when you go to Revelation, I believe it's Revelation chapter 22, but I could be wrong. But when you go to Revelation, you also see this star because it is said that it came from the, the lineage of David. And this star is said to be the bright and morning star. Is there anybody here that can say, Jesus is my bright and morning star? Jesus is the star that lights up my world. Jesus is the star that lights up my heart. Jesus is the star that lights up the church. Jesus is the star that lights up my spirit. Jesus is the star that will light me up because is there anybody that can say, sometimes when I'm walking with Jesus, I can walk with Jesus and still feel like I'm in that I'm down in despair. I still feel like I'm in the dark. But I got some good news. When you know that Christ is with you, when you know Jesus lives, you can walk with the Lord and have everlasting life. Have everlasting life because Jesus will light up everything that's around you. You may have a problem, but Jesus will light it up. You might have Jesus in your life. Because when Jesus is your life, you always see that there's a path I'm walking on that I can get through what's trying to keep me down. But the, the, the wise man said, I almost want to say disciples, I'm so used to saying disciples, but the wise man said, Where is he? He's been born. And I like the reverence they gave Jesus in the text. He's a baby. But they're already calling him the king. Sister <laughs> Young, you see that in the text? He's a baby. But they're saying, no, this is the king of the Jews. He's the king of the Jews. But why is it that they knew what to call him right after he was born? Why is it? They were, in a, they were in this rush to go see. And that's the thing about it. We ought to be in a rush to get to Jesus. We rush to everything else. When it's Black Friday, we rush to get a smart TV for $200. And you know, you can go to Walmart, Target, Macy's, Dillard's, or JCPenney. They'll run you over. They'll step on your nice new shoes. Some of them will spill water on your jacket. And it'll snowball. Nobody say nothing. Or they say, excuse me, or stop. But we rush to get there. We rush. I'm a sports fanatic like everybody else. We will we'll rush to go see LeBron. We'll rush to go see Steph Curry. We'll rush to go see Giannis Antetokounmpo. We'll rush to go see the thunder. I, we'll rush to go see OU. We'll rush to go see OSU. We'll rush to all of these places. But why is it? When, when, but why don't we rush to the church? But then we wonder why the Lord had not answered our prayer. So we, we, we want to get everyone else in a hurry. But when the church doors open, I just, I, it ain't my son. But if it was brunch, 
Savior won't. Restaurants will leave you, but the Savior won't. Athletes will leave you. Athletes don't know you. But when you know the Savior, something in you ought to spark to say, I got, I'm rushing to get to Jesus because Jesus will change my life. I'm rushing to get to Jesus because I've seen the Lord turn things around. I'm rushing to get to Jesus because something great has happened that's about to change me, save me, grow me. the world and 
You have your set of problems and issues. You have you ever been to the doctor's office and you had to wait all day? Then you gave your symptoms to the doctor, and, and then the doctor writes you a prescription, and you go through the pharmacy. And when you go to the pharmacy, you expect your medicine to be on time.
Rejoicing 